This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Live from New York, it's the show that lost $50 because Nick bowled the game of his life. No, straight hustle. And I gave him 37 and a half pins. 34 and a half, and I only needed 10 and a half. So that's what a good hustle is. First things first. you guys are really bad Today, does Dak have an opportunity to prove that he's the MVP tonight? Meanwhile, what are the chances that Brock Purdy and his backwards hat Outplays Jalen Hurts in America's Game of the Week. And finally, well, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilde. Favorite moment of the week. Brew, outside of Jordan Poole, was there anyone on the bubble? I I am never telling you guys who's in consideration for the Bud List. I already knew that. Jordan Poole was so strong. He was so close. It was was a hot pool. Actually, you know what? Baker. Oh, Baker, oh, I almost put Baker on there. Oh, wow. I almost put Baker on We there. start with tonight's <laughs> sneaky trap game. Maybe. Cowboys are eight-and-a-half-point favorites uh, against the six-and-five Seahawks, who are sneaky good. Cowboys uh, favored by eight is a, is a dangerous number, according to Josh. Oh. Check out the biggest upsets of the year. All were eight-points underdogs, Texans and Jackson. Really? Cardinals and Dallas. Browns in San Francisco, Giants in the Commanders. I can't believe that was eight points. And uh, Packers in Detroit. So, should the Cowboys brew be on upset alert tonight? I've thought about this long and hard. Oh, good. And my initial thought was, you know what? Yeah, this could be a sneaky game. I I thought they would win, but, yeah, this might be an upset. But, no. I think the more I thought about it, the more I came to the conclusion the Cowboys will roll. 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 Okay. Roll. Oh, this okay. change from the meeting. It's going to be another impressive victory. You know, by the I'm the not meeting, saying 35 Brew, points. Can I give you credit for something, Brew, real quick? In the meetings, Brew often is like, guys, I'm leaning this way, but I haven't fully dove in yet. I won't know until later. Because he's about And facts. then he actually is like, yes, like that's what there. you're doing I also know that yourself. I can't trust you in the morning <laughs> okay, meeting. Well, you that, steal my that, stuff I and you use anything. it against I me. Do do and that. banners fly and all that. So anyway, look. We know they've been great at home. They haven't lost in like a season and a half at yep. home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the only team, I don't know if you guys knew this, the only team in the history of the NFL to win their first five games at home by 20 or more points. I did not Think know that. So they, they, I mean, this tomato can, rallying these tomato cans is historic. All right, so, and here's the other thing. <laughs> and I'm not, it's tempting. Because the more I dove into the Seahawks, mm-hmm. who've lost three or four, we all knew that. But I'm not going to – they are not tomato cans. No. Okay? I knew but this it's was tempting. Coming. I knew he was going to do But hold on, because this. really? Really? I, what do you mean really? No, re- here's the deal, Wilds. When you really delve into it, they've been riding high, getting a lot of credit for one good win. That was going to Detroit and beating the Lions in Detroit in, in Detroit's home opener. If you look at what they've done other than that, Carolina. See, I knew Arizona. The Giants, the the Giants and the Commanders and Cleveland with PJ Walker behind center. And then with no, no, they got two losses to the Rams. And then the two really good teams they played, Baltimore and San Francisco, blasted them. Now again, I'm not going to say tomato. But you are if the Cowboys roll them. No, That's no, what I no, said no, was no. Happen. no, I, yeah. I, I will I, not. I will not put them in the group with the tomato cans. I'm just saying they're not as good as, okay. as we all. All right, so here's the here's the problem. So. Because and I, you could see this coming a mile away. Brew, for all his caginess in the morning meetings, I can read you like a book, my friend. Oh. Whether it's the when we talk Niners Eagles later, and you're very intelligent, hedge to be right no matter what on that game, or this, the, what is going to the Seahawks. 
If they get rolled tonight, maybe it won't happen tomorrow. Maybe it will happen in a few weeks, but they will retroactively be turned into uh, a tomato can. Well, 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 let, well, let's let, say this. Well, if they end up being see, here six it is. and nine in a few weeks. That's, but that. I don't make the rules. I mean, no. They were tomato cans. But that's, they, they would right. fit. Let me, fit. Let me explain this real quick. I believe this is actually a very tricky spot for Dallas. Oh, good. For a lot of reasons. First of all, not your typical Thursday night game. Thursday night games are weird. They're usually kind of ugly, lower scoring. But that's because the teams are on short rest. Yep. Yes. A Thursday game when both teams played the previous Thursday is just a regular game. And so that, that part is where some of the flukiness maybe is going to be taken out of it because both teams are on regular rest. But Seattle is in such a desperate spot because they absolutely yeah. can collapse. They were 6-3. and three. If they lose tonight, they're 6-6 six and six, with the next two games being, let's check, oh, yeah, at San Francisco and then home for Philly. Oh. That's their next two. Oh. So 6-3 six, six and three can turn into a five-game losing streak. Yes. Dallas, on the other hand, this is, does have a lot of the makings of the trap game spot. Here we go. Because, so just follow me here, and I don't think you'll disagree. No one is going to not be ready for the Thanksgiving Day game, mm-hmm. 40 million people watching, right. particularly against a divisional opponent, you're at home. That was last week's game. The next game is their single biggest game of the year against the Philadelphia Eagles, that being Dallas. If there was ever a game that you might you know, be you were super high for Thanksgiving yeah. and then you're looking ahead to Philadelphia, Maybe. that would be this spot. So I personally, even though I actually – I don't think Seattle's anything close to a tomato can as Brewers to find it, but I also don't think they're as good as a lot of other six and five teams right now. I do agree with you. I don't think they're playing very well right now. The defense, which I thought, you know, I was very high on Seattle going yeah. into the year because yeah. they, like the Chiefs, played so many rookie defenders last year. The defense has not been good this yeah. year, and Geno has not been as good this year as he was last year. So sure, I, hadn't. you had so him as an MVP the, candidate the, last year. He was, he was an MVP not candidate last year briefly. Um, so. I I will be impressed if Dallas just takes care of business tonight. Okay. If, because I just do – because yeah, Seattle I'm not is a desperate a team. huge win. Can I, I will be impressed with just a win. It yep. could be three points for all I care. Just win. One way Seattle can win. Sack Dak. That's pretty much it. You don't line – you don't match up great in other places on the field. But if we can look at the stats on how many times Dak has hit the ground recently – Answer in the last three games, zero. Against Washington, zero. Carolina, zero. Giants, zero. Seattle's pass rush, 172 pressures tied for six in the NFL. So, if they can get to Dak, now they haven't been hitting anybody in the second half of games. They've really fallen off. But if they can get to Dak early, I don't know. Fall behind a little bit at home. Maybe Dallas isn't used to being. They haven't trailed at home in a long time. They haven't trailed all year, right? It sounds to me like you guys really think Seattle might win this game. Why don't you just go ahead and pick Seattle? If Dak gets sacked in the first quarter, we can do an emergency show, and I will pick the Seahawks. (laughs) But if he's clean in the first quarter, I'm sticking with Dallas. Okay. Y'all, I'm becoming the the Cowboys defender. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. What I am saying is when you have, I don't want to say misaligned incentives, but you have one truly, I believe, desperate team and another team who has a far bigger game as the very next game, that's usually usually the recipe for maybe not a Seattle win, but Seattle jumping out to an early lead. Seattle having more urgency off the top. The problem is the Cowboys seem to want to destroy teams. Oh, I agree. That part I agree. We haven't seen that all like, oh, you know what? It's the Patriots. It's the Giants. It's the Jets. Like, let's take our foot off the gas. They are just crushing teams. So I don't know if they're ripe for a letdown. I think it would be good for – I'm not going to say like they need it. But a a nip and tuck game, like a three point game where they have to, you know, deliver it in the fourth quarter. I think that'd be good. One they win. Yeah, I think that would be good for them. All right. Uh, Mike McCarthy coached Aaron Rodgers during his first two MVP campaigns, 2011 and 2014. Recently said, you know what? Dak, on a similar trajectory, told Todd Archer, Aaron had a number of stretches that he went on in MVP seasons and all that. Yes, this definitely has that type of feeling. Good support. MVP odds, Jalen's at one, Mom's at two. Lamar and Dak is in fourth. 
Nick, can Dak climb the MVP ladder with a good performance tonight? Oh, 100%. And this is a good old-fashioned Category 1 take by me. Instantly right. What did I tell you before the Thanksgiving game about Dak Prescott and oh, the that MVP was a good situation? That he was going to roll on Thanksgiving and all of a sudden, wait, is Dak Prescott the MVP That's would true. start to be a question. And then in another national standalone game, he would play well, which is tonight, okay. and all of a sudden it's going to be a top-tier conversation leading into the storyline of Sunday Night Football with Chris Collins where the week from now is – is the winner of this game between Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts the favorite to be league MVP? That is what I, the narrative that I said I thought we were going to have and is the narrative I believe we are in the midst of. I also think Dak very uniquely right now is being punished for either people's preconceived notions about who he is as a quarterback or by the level of, of attention he gets as the Cowboys quarterback because he has the numbers yeah. and resume right now of a clear MVP frontrunner. And I would argue, and I'm, this is not me trying at all to pick on the Buffalo Bills, but just follow me here, mm-hmm. that if this exact season with this exact schedule and this exact margin of victory and these exact season-long stats belong to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen would be a massive MVP favorite. We can show you Dak's season-long stats. And if it was the Bills were beating teams by 35 points, where Josh Allen was having 300-yard games and four touchdown games and was taking care of the football, even at just, if you will, eight and three, people would be like, well, he's the MVP. And part of that is because going into the year, people could be like, oh, I think Josh Allen can be MVP. Mm-hmm. But going into this year, and this isn't me trying to like taking a shot, but Brew and others were having the conversation of like, yeah, is Dak even elite? Even if they win the Super Bowl, well, would I he think be? That's still a right. No, I had him as a dark horse MVP. You the, had him as the, the I had him coming in third. third. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the and so I just I think that for a quarterback that you thought of more highly prior to this year that was having this exact year against these exact opponents would be the MVP favorite, not fifth in the, you know, not fifth right now. I I think some of that's true, but I also think you're guilty of that yourself with Brock Purdy. It's preconceived notions. If Brock Purdy was a first-round pick or even a third-round pick. If he was Trevor Lawrence. Well, that, of course. If he was, if Trevor Lawrence was doing what Bro- exactly what Brock Purdy's doing, you'd have him as the MVP, and maybe most people would. But I'm just saying Dak's not the only one that falls victim to that. And I agree. I think the preconceived notions, because coming into this season, even more so than the interceptions, which was kind of a one-year thing. It's not like That's, had that problem mm-hmm. his whole No, career. it's been the opposite. The big question with Dak, though, is can he beat the good teams? That's what it is. He's 2-4 and four in the playoffs, never been to the NFC Conference Championship game. And if you look at his good year, great years, 2019 when he came on the scene with the 45 or yeah. 4,900 yards, yeah. they were 8-8. Eight and eight. So it was like, oh, he puts up yards, but they're not winning. The next year when he got hurt, hurt. that's when he was throwing for like 370 mm-hmm. yards a game. They were only 2-3. and three. So it was like, okay, he's putting up these empty calorie-type numbers. But he was numbers. awesome in 21. Then in 21, he was great. But what happened? They lost in the playoffs. They the lost Niners. the wild. They were the fav. They were ha- at, at home, home in that's Dallas. True. That's true. They lost in the wild card round. Weigh in on. No, no, no. I'm but, just saying that was a perception of that. Sure. Can he win big and games? Then last and year, then here we are in this season. Yeah, that's fair. And what's the question? Because the only place I disagree with you on his resume is, look, I'm, I'm sorry. At some point to be the MVP, he should be in the conversation. But you got to beat somebody that's a good team. And he will have his chance. That's the greatest that, thing about this. He will have the next, his chance. Yeah, the rest of the year, they have a bunch point, of opportunities. People say, they're but, saying he's putting up numbers, but he hasn't but beaten he, any good teams. But here's kind of my concern. We say he will have his chance. Yes, kind of. No, because what, let me just Let me just explain real quick. One of the teams is Buffalo. Buffalo is 6-6. Six and six. It is on the board that if and when the Cowboys beat Buffalo, guess what? That won't be a team with a winning record. Yeah, but, Miami still, has, but they still get respect. Yeah. My, they still oh, we'll get see. Something. I mean, Miami has a winning record, but people don't haven't look at them anybody. as – They haven't beat anybody. They haven't beat anybody. So the Cowboys beat them. It's like, yeah, well, all the good teams beat them. I, do, I think his what, – what hurts Dak, obviously, 
was the biggest game of the year for him was the Niners game, and it was the worst game of the year for him. Right. That is that is what hurts him. But I want to – do you guys think it is – right? the Cowboys are 8-3. Do you think it is more likely than not that they get to 12 wins? That they yes. – the, the, okay. More likely. If yep. they do, this will be Dak's third consecutive you – know, the Cowboys' third consecutive 12-win season. Mm-hmm. Here are the list of quarterbacks – who have done that, have been the quarterback for a team that wins 12-plus games three years in a row. That's the entire list. Peyton did it with two different franchises. I got a lot of champions on that. But, well, yes, of course. Well, and, I'm just and, saying. And by the way, there's 18 combined league MVPs on that list. The only quarterbacks who didn't win one are McNabb, Breeze, and Aikman. And so, for I, you guys know I'm not a quarterback wins guy, but you guys are. And I feel like that should at least move you closer to the weight have we been underrating Dak Prescott oh, this entire time? You don't time? see this is you're so blind how quarterback what? wins work. What, what do you mean? You are so blind. What do you mean? Quarterback playoff wins are like the giant trump card that comes the, over everything. You got to have yeah, quarterback playoff wins. The, the regular season wins are nice. Don't get me wrong, but when you put that board up there, right? Like, but so th- those guys are known for playoff wins. The, I well t- to a degree. I mean, McNabb obviously wasn't. I, mean, some I saw of McNabb, the, but he, he spent a lot of time the, in the champion. No, I, I understand, but the, but the guys he's competing with for MVP don't have long resumes of a bunch of playoff wins other than Mahomes. Jalen's got two. Yeah, Bernie's and got viewed as better. The, I mean, Lamar the, is viewed as better. He's but, got a unanimous MVP. Right, but you, you, understand, you see Jaylen, what we're doing what here he's now, done, right? He's been to a Super like, Bowl. But, right, but hold on. But that, that, You see where the logic gets circular. Lamar is viewed as this because he has an MVP. He's been elite the, through his career. The, hold on a second. Wilds was just making the point that the, the barrier for entry is playoff success, right? Then you bring there up Lamar, helps. who has one career playoff victory and got a unanimous MVP before he'd ever won a playoff game. Sure. So it does feel like some of these, sometimes there is the fact that Going into the year, most people did not view Dak Prescott as a top-flight quarterback, despite the fact now, this year, he has played, like, checked every box of a top-flight top totally quarterback. Well, so is Purdy, the, and you're holding it against no, Purdy. I, I mean, it's the, the same thing. The, 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 no, I, that is, I don't want to have the Brock Purdy argument I'm right now. I'm just saying. It, it is it, not the same thing how because not? nobody thinks the Cowboys have the most talented offense in football. Nobody. They're pretty good. They, hold on. No, when we, before good. the season started, we said offensive line is great, and it is the, top five. Yes. We said receiving core is very good, and C.D. No, Lamb yes. right now looking like a top five receiver. We said running backs, Tony Pollard is very good. Defense is phenomenal. You said best defense the, in the league. So uh, yes. let's not act like he he does. I, I the week we, we were wondering, like, is that the guy? Yeah. That's what it was like. Is that the guy? Because everything else looks Super Bowl ready. The, the, and yes. he looks like he's the guy Agre- right now. Uh, agreed on all of those points. What I said there, and I will say it again because mm-hmm. maybe it was misunderstood. I the You guys keep drawing the Purdy comparison. I am not arguing the Cowboys have a bad offensive talent, have bad players. I think the Purdy distinction is we all agree the Niners have the best collection of talent. The best. It doesn't mean everybody I, else I stinks. It's, you don't? Their offensive they, line is ranked they, 21st Brew, in the Brew, league. They have the that best counts, Nick. I am, okay. All right. If you're, are you, Brew? CD Lamb is arguably better than any receiver on the Niners. Brew. I buy that. Okay. I'm going so to what, ask, what I am going to ask they both this got very, great I'm going to ask this very simple question. And what will happen is you guys won't answer it. But the question is, who has the best collection outside of a quarterback of offensive talent in the NFL? I vote the San Francisco 49ers. Does anyone have a different vote? Sure. I Who's think t- Miami's in there. The, Miami's in there. Miami, Miami's because of their top Hill. That's, that's it. That's what are the Cowboys too much? ranked? That's Where are the Cowboys ranked offensive? I, I don't know. Seventh. I mean, I don't look at Philadelphia. A.J. Brown I, and Devontae yes, Smith. Yes, I mean, a lot, there are a lot and, of good players And DeAndre players in the Swift? Yes, there are a lot of good players in the league. I mean, my goodness. Christian McCaffrey wasn't lighting the league on fire in Carolina. He had a couple of nice. Years, bro, then bro. they were no. I'm not saying. Look, he he's a very good running back, and this year he's the best in the league. But let's not act like every he's been Adrian Peterson no. in his career. No, but the, once again, this is this thing we do last year. Like, hey, who's the best running back in football? Well, we agree it's Christian McCaffrey. Who's the best left tackle? We agree it's Trent Williams. The he's been the, hurt. Who and offensive yeah, and, line and, exactly? And, and offensive line. The offense. No, 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 that's I mean, you're that holding Purdy to a standard you're not holding anybody else to. 
That's no, what I, it is. It's actually because Philadelphia's got great players around it's them. Actually, and so does Dallas. Yes, it's actually the exact exact same standard I'm holding Tua to. And when I did my MVP pyramid yesterday, and Tua wasn't on it, nobody batted an eye because everyone's like, "Yeah, of course, Tyreek's the best player, and Tua's good, but he is not the engine." We all know it. For some reason, there are these stakes that have been laid in the ground for Brock Purdy, who, when everybody understands what's actually happening here, but we're supposed to be talking about Dak, we're talking about Brock Purdy. My apologies. Tua's got the second best passer rating. Exactly. You guys, if you guys want to argue, yeah. Yeah, it does. It was good, too. Go ahead. Sorry. No, we're we're (laughs) going to break now. Okay. Coming up next, more party. See, I mean, (laughs) we have a third team. No, we went 20 minutes. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 49ers are favored by three in Philadelphia for America's Game of the Week on Fox. Here's Kyle Shanahan and Nick's new favorite coach, Sirianni. Take a listen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so um, I don't really know why. It is random. It's okay. It's okay to be the underdog of this city. Um, I, I said on the, the radio the other day, like, before I ever stepped foot in the city, all I knew about this city was Rocky versus Apollo Creed, and this city plays the underdog well. Again, should have gone with Declaration of Independence there. <laughs> said it earlier this week. You don't start with Rocky. In any event, uh, the line has moved to two and a half, Brew. Which team do you trust more, San Francisco or Philadelphia? I trust Philadelphia more. That's why I picked them to win the Super Bowl. But what about who do you, who'd you pick to win Buckle this game? I picked San Francisco tonight, and here's the why. Sunday night. Okay, yeah. well, let's, let's I talk San about Francisco. this. Francisco. No, yeah, San Francisco to win Sunday. Here's why. Because I deal in reality. Oh, that's true. I don't deal in the land of make-believe. I don't say Michael Jordan and LeBron James, they're the best players in the NBA. They're going to win the championship every year. Well, for I don't say that. I don't say, oh, Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the league. He's going to win every game. He's going to win the Super Bowl every year. I know that doesn't happen no matter how good you are. And the Philadelphia Eagles, even though I've said it from the beginning, they're the best team in the NFL, they're not going to win every game. Right, but what about And they are game? due. They're going to lose this game, in my view. They are due for a loss. All right, they've, they've just run through three of the best teams in football. They've run through four of the best teams in football in the last five weeks. I think they're due for a loss, and I think San Francisco is – a very competitive team with them, right there with them. Two best teams in the NFC. So tonight, I, look, I might be wrong, but tonight or, or Sunday, I think Philadelphia so, gets or San Francisco right. gets them. But going forward, my pick is the Philadelphia to win the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, along with Mahomes, are probably the two most clutch quarterbacks in the league. So I'm going. I trust Philly more. But right. to, next game, can I, I think the can Niners. I, can get I tell them. you what's happening? Please, here. please. Please. Hold on. What did I I let him talk? I got to say Philly's going to win every game. No, 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 he's got to go. You you laid it out. You you, you made your less than compelling case. Now let me translate to the audience. It's just reality. (laughs) Here's the truth. It's just facts. Brew wants to change Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Yeah. Brew loves Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. Big time. We just had a I'll buy it already. We just had Brew is upset. Brew is upset. We just had a Dak Prescott conversation derailed. Yeah. By his fervent defense yeah. of Brock Purdy. He said Purdy. one sideways did, thing about Brock Purdy. Segment. A, 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 gone. gone. Segment is off the rails. <laughs> he did everything but do the Iowa Mafia secret handshake. Oh. He trusts the 49ers more. Mm-hmm. He has spent more time dissecting the weaknesses of the Eagles this week. The secondary. Oh, Nick, like you say, you're right about this. That secondary can get got. These things. This game is in Philadelphia. (laughs) The Eagles are healthier than the Niners. Mm -hmm. The Niners just lost one of their key players for the season. Mm -hmm. And he is still picking San Francisco because deep down, he believes they're the best team in the league. Which, Brew, I'm here to tell you. 
It's fine, buddy. I don't you know. You can just you, go. You, it's the, not. That's the, cute. It's the, funny. It's do you think that's what's but happening? No. I do think. I'm with you. The, the Brew I thinks it the, the Niners moment you started and Brock saying. Purdy are the best okay. team The best the, in it's football. The they got is the Denver better than Kansas City? No, but Brew, Brew yes, upsets happen. Yes, I and that. I think this but is going to But what we are all having trouble squaring is this. Tell me. Why you would be so adamant that the Niners are going to go to Philadelphia and beat the Eagles on Sunday while still claiming you're very confident that the Eagles Eagles will beat the Niners when they come to Philadelphia in January. Unless, of course, it's because you think the Niners quarterback is... You no, know, I, be don't a problem Jaylen, for him, but I don't I know think Brock Purdy is. is better than Jalen Hurts. No, but for the umpteenth time, <laughs> you don't win every game. No, but the su- hold on. The general Super Bowl champion usually loses four, five, maybe six. How many y'all lose when you won it? Six games, yeah, right? That, that yes. was. A, I mean, no, yeah. but it happened. Mahomes has never had a fifteen okay. and one or sixteen and one well, season. My point one is this. That they you they're lose, due. Get, they're, they're due for no, a loss. They're due, but also they're going to lose. Right. I, nobody's saying that they're not going to. They've no. already lost. And yeah. if they don't lose this game, they might lose another game. Sure. Does that mean I think no, that team no. is going to win if, the NFC? If, if, or if go going to the into the game Look. in Philadelphia, you say I don't. Okay, I don't. No. I, I don't go into every game thinking the best team is definitely going to win. Okay. Well. Okay. I agree with you. Because you know you bet all the time. Don't, do you do that? No. Well, I here's what I do. I do bet on the team that I believe in more. That I do do. But Nick, you yes. had a you had a you will you will couch it and be like, I'm very scared of the Chargers. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous. Of about Who you this. don't think are, are the, even close look, to as good the, as Kansas City? Yeah. 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 Before the that's year, what sure. He's basically doing. No, that's not what he's doing. Rest. That is not Greg. You go ahead because uh, uh, people. But like, what if I picked? I don't know who else is on their schedule. But let's say I didn't pick them to lose to San Francisco. Yeah. Who, who else is on or, there? Dallas? The, say I picked them to lose to Dallas. Does that mean, which I think no. might could happen, no, because especially that if they beat Dallas. Wow, back-to-back. Okay. Back. Okay. No, if they, beat, if they beat San Francisco, <laughs> I, if they beat San Francisco, I think they could lose to Absolutely, Dallas. Absolutely, but that's So does scenario. that mean I think Dallas no. is going to win? Just, what about the no. Giants, week 16? No. no. Oh, oh, oh so Nick thinks the better team wins every no. home game. No. no. That's what here, here's no, here. I'm just going to tell you. You got to tell me. I'm baffled. I'm going to tell you who I trust more. And what I trust more is this clutch gene in Jalen Hurts. I'm going to be definitive. I trust the Eagles. You know who I picked to win the Super Bowl? Who? The Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, so you know who I trust? He came on the second you know who I, you know who oh, I trust? You picked them to win every game you know this year? Oh. No, I did. I oh, haven't. why not? I have, but this week, because of the importance of this game and because of the quarterback play that I trust, He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna pull through because of the question. When you look at Jalen Hurts and what he provides, it doesn't matter what's going on throughout the course of the football game. When the game is on the line, you need a play. Who do you call? Jalen Hurts. Why? Because he's calm, cool, collected. He's gonna get it done. When you look at when he's trailing in the second half, the numbers don't lie, bro. The numbers don't lie, bro. And I know what you're thinking. Well, the 49ers are good when they're leading. Yeah, but they haven't faced this type of a talent. They haven't faced this clutch gene individual right here in Jalen Hurts. The guy who you believe is going to win the Super Bowl. But and, MVP, I think he's, and I got him as MVP in the Super Bowl. I guess what? what? I guess they got to go 16 and 1. No. And 19 and 1 no. to win it all. Maybe I should have said, I'm sorry. No. I, I didn't know that was so, one of the so, so, so answer me this really quick. There only been 17 since 1978 to go with one loss Because it's seeming to me that if they continue to win the next game, you're going to say they're due for that loss. So if they win out, let's just say they win okay. out. The, right, but that's gonna, bad. No, yeah, I got them I as my I Super Bowl pick. No, but, no, no, but, but they but hold on. An so, and y'all so crazy logic cannot so, take me uh, off my Hey, hold on, hold on. We have an honest question. The, I, I Greg, Greg you did a I great did job a there. Great job. Your fervent belief is that the Eagles are better than the Niners, but because the Eagles are due for it's a loss, it's not just okay, that, but that's part, part of it. That's part of it. They're going to lose at home. But you're not. So they're not the, going sixteen does that one. Do X right? Exactly. But what if they do? Then is does that them being due for loss? Does it expire? When the <laughs> or, begins? Carry, or are they look, primed for a terrible possible. upset? I mean, when when New England went sixteen and zero, they lost to a far inferior yeah. Giants team. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> happens. Yes, I won't pick it, yeah. but it happens. 
is. I deal in reality, y'all. <laughs> they up here in the land of leprechauns and all that. What you're doing? We, my my team's gonna win every I, single I, game. I would have gone with 82 yeah, and 0. Yeah, the, 80, the, the, no, the, the Lakers with LeBron going 82 and 0. You could have just. He's the best player in the league. San Francisco's got more rest. And <laughs> y'all, that would not oh, have stopped the madness from that side. For that loss. Talk about San Francisco. You know, some people don't rate Brock Purdy as a top ten passer, but just go with me here. If you were to rate all the passers and you created a rating of them, call it I don't know, passer rating, he's number one. Here's the Eagles' defensive coordinator and how they hope to slow him down. Brock really runs that offense really well, and he's feeling really uh, comfortable doing that. He, uh, he's slippery. You know, he, he, he's a little bit quick and can be evasive in the pocket, uh, and he keeps his eyes upfield and, and is able to target some explosives downfield that way too. So we'll, we'll have to have a good plan of crowning him. <laughs> okay. Here's the official question we believed in, and then I'll add lib one. Sure. Nick, will you believe in Purdy if he delivers a win in Philly? Okay. The question that we agreed upon. Yeah. My ad lib question. Yeah. Is there anything on God's green earth <laughs> that Brock Purdy can do? Yes. Where you will say, you know what, Brock Purdy? Yes. Not bad. Uh, well, so that, that I won't abide. Okay. I've not called him bad. I'm not, the, no, not. I, I, have, I have tried to stem the tide against uh, above average player winning NFL's MVP. <laughs> That's what I've tried to do. I've tried. I've been consistent. I don't think Tua should be the MVP. I don't think Brock Purdy should be the MVP. And I know Brew is going to throw Brian Sipe at me for some reason because he played before I was born. But I'm not, Siasen, that, I'm not that Rich interested Gannon. in any of that. Here's what I. Everybody I'm about knows this. the answer to what I want to see, and then I see something totally different, and you're like, so did you see it? <laughs> so I'm going to talk to my no. friend Greg, who understands it. Sure. Let's say I have said to Greg, Greg. I do not I listen you are obviously in great shape you're you, you know you work on it hard I do not believe you can bench press 350 pounds you're like what I'm like I don't believe it and then Greg comes out here doing 200 pound dumbbell curls he's like do you believe me now I'm like no, I didn't doubt that you could do that. And it's like, okay, watch this. And he just calf raises. He's like, do you believe me now? And I'm like, no, still don't believe you. I'm like, I'd like to see you try to do it. And he's like, all right, I'm going to try. 350. And it crushes him. And then he tries again. And it crushes him three times in a row. And then he's like, but watch this lat pull down. Now do you believe me? No. I have a very specific okay, question. What is it? You know what it is. Well, let, let me, let me, Can I, Brock I think... Purdy, unlike any Niners quarterback under Shanahan, under Kyle Shanahan, the San Francisco 49ers, when trailing in the fourth quarter by four points or more I mean, at any point, are four and 43. What? Okay. A, a lot good, of that's on Kyle Shanahan. Stat. Yes. Because yeah. his stat. Yes. His career. That's, that's he's his had stat. Problems. That's his stat. Even out that, of San Francisco. That, well, I'm talking about as but, a head right. coach. So it's the only place. Four and 43. It's almost like, Greg, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but it's almost like he has an offensive system. That if things are going right, they look unstoppable. But the moment there's a little sand in the gears, the I whole machine falls apart. <laughs> and part of that's because he's never had a difference maker at quarterback. But I mean, Matt Ryan, doesn't. I don't know, what an MVP. Bro, I am talking about him with, as a head coach. But, but hold on, he was offensive coordinator. I'm talking about him as a head coach. And they were up 28-3 in the Super Bowl, and everything was going yeah. swimmingly. Yeah. And then Kyle Shanahan yeah. is the one that wet the bed. It wasn't even Matt Ryan. So, All right, with his bad play calling. Now, let me help you out. Now, this, this is not behind. I guess maybe I'm going to fall into his trap. Last year when the playoffs against Dallas, games 9-9 nine to nine, midway through the third quarter. Brock Purdy, from that point on, goes 5-7 of seven for yeah. 70 yards in two of their last three possessions and leads them to a touchdown and a field goal to win the game. What? I don't understand. He leads them to a touchdown and a field goal, drives to, lead, to win the game. Last year, they had the overtime win against the, the Raiders. He was good down the stretch. That was a tight game. I'm giving you tight games. Maybe that's not enough. He's got to be down, like you said, by four or more points. No, I, okay, I, that that's was fine. Shanahan it's that stat. specific. I just everybody knows what I want to see, and we haven't seen it. Everybody knows. I know, but it's weird because he's he playing he has, a good game. In right. order to win, he has to be losing. So it's the, he's in a tough spot. But, he and he's he has helping him get Prescott. the lead, yeah. Nick. The, he's I, not which I've given like, him oh, credit for. I just don't want him to be league MVP. Well, in the, in this game, it's I not just, complicated. In this game, I just want to see him be a difference maker. 
That I, that's he's not that's a difference it. maker. No, he's not a difference maker. Thank you. Like he don't get me wrong. Were they yeah, he's, thirty he's, points a game um, before he's he a good took player. Over. I mean, he's a really good player, and I'm not. They could win the Super Bowl with him at quarterback, but can they win with him the being the difference maker? Of, no. no. You want to make it seem like when they had Jimmy Garoppolo, we weren't having these same. They were not thirty points a game. That, the offense changed dramatically. No. When they got, they were averaging about 23, 24 when they points got against Christian McCaffrey. What was Carolina's Ultimately, what was happening? They were winning because because I got you. No, because they were one and six with Baker Mayfield at quarterback yes. and yes. Christian McCaffrey yes, at running back. You know, when Aaron Rodgers stands around at practice and supports the starting quarterback, he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but when Mac Jones does it, I guess he's a total bust, right? Modern media bias. <laughs> <Wow>. Billy Zappi. <laughs> That's good. In line to start Sunday against the Chargers, according to Mark Daniels on Mass Live. This isn't great. <laughs> Feeling in the locker room is that this is the right path for the Patriots to get better results offensively. I bought that part, sure. And it wasn't fair to keep putting Mac Jones out there. Good God. Due to his struggles. It, I mean, what is this? That That is not good. Yeah. Do we you think this – I must talk to Greg because you guys never even played football. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, do we think this is the official end of the road for Mac Jones as a starting quarterback, or do you believe in second chances? Do you do believe, believe in the spirit of man? I do believe in second chances. Uh, for Mac Jones, this is it. Gosh darn wow. it's over. Like, I, so – it's like he's like one of those kids mm. that has a parent that really believes that I'm just going to I'm just going to put him in a position and he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. We can we can get it done. And the rest of the team is like he but he's not really that good, but they can't really speak up because the kid's dad is the coach. Yeah. That's what's going on right here in in New England has been going on all season long. It's like Mac Jones has not been the best quarterback to put out there. I don't even care about Bailey Zappi being the backup. He's going to give you some type of splash. Like, your expectations are lowered at least because we're making it seem, or at least pa- Patriot fans and Bill Belichick and, and Bill O'Brien, they're making it seem like, well, Mac Jones can get it done after he does the same thing every single week. It's just And over. Mac Jones it's, doesn't believe in himself he, Right With, now, every time we listen to Mac Jones, he seems down and dejected. Yeah, like his, his confidence he is, is completely broken. Go ahead, Look, he's obviously done in New England, but I do think he'll get a second chance Where? somewhere else. Well, it'll be in the future. And I'm not clear yet. He means but no, like take but like here, the Trubisky, be a backup, and then maybe get a starter again route. Like yeah, that. I, and like I don't, I, I don't mean like I don't mean he's a backup. Everybody views him as a backup from now on, and the starter gets hurt, so oh, you're throwing Mac Jones. I mean, he will get another shot. See, I don't. Trubisky, Darnold, Mariota, they all got new shots. Yeah. They all got – most of these guys get second shots. It may be a year or two from now, and I also think there's a feeling that Belichick broke him. Now, you can blame Mac for that if you want. You can say he got to be tougher. But the first year, the players believed in him. He was good. He beat out Cam Newton, yes. and, the, and everybody was oh, with him. seven games in a row. So, I'm just saying, I think he'll get a second shot. Go somewhere. ahead, Wilds. I'll go last. Well, I have a hot take here. Okay. Well, this- I think this is good for him. And I'm supposed to defend him, and this is part of it. This is like if you're like naughty kid, like gets shoplifted, and you're like, come, you know, the police are here. Like, you know what? Spend the night in jail. Like, yeah. Hubs and I were. By trying- the way, parents, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah. By the way, like, is someone? Don't do that. A don't do that. Jail. Like, oh, you're caught. You smoking a cigarette? Smoke a whole pack? Sounds great till you smoke for 30 years after. Yeah. Don't now, do that, parents. Now oh, I know yeah. the way you are. Okay, go ahead. Any of that? I tried to. Uh, we tried to pick out the worst interception of Mac Jones. Hubs, can we roll some of the bad interceptions? These interceptions aren't even like, let's watch the tape and try to break down. It's just total chaos. It's total what-are-you-doing chaos. At this point, like, Pop Douglas fumbled earlier in the year, and he, like, sat out the game and couldn't get on the field. Bro, you're throwing pick sixes. You're all over the map making weird plays. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got to sit down, and hopefully you can get your head right and get back. But, in but, the game. but, he, but he's not. Listen, he won't be a week one. Star- he won't be a week one heck? starter ever again. Mm. Sam Darnold I, was right. Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota, all were top three picks, and all well, not Darnold, but Mariota and Trubisky. Well, Darnold was three. The, no, no, no. I was gonna, the next part. I was going to say they, they were all top three picks, and Trubisky and Mariota in particular had higher stretches of oh wait, he might be good. 
The, the entire idea behind Mac Jones is about six weeks his rookie season. I know the team's record overall was good, but he had like six weeks of good play. Yeah, but, Brew, here's the deal, and this is why this is – because you and I have been kind of – at each other's throats these first 45 minutes like of today's it. show. A lot of Brock Purdy arguments, Dak Prescott. Fire. This is something <laughs> that we can be united on. We are both off the hook now. For what? You and me. For what is, I'm not going to na- make you name it, I'll name it for you. You're, my worst take ever on the show. Oh, we, don't have, we only have a few more. I've, I've had a few. You know, the Wiggins one, the uh, 20 and 0 came to are the first two that probably yeah, come Trey to Lance, mind. Trey Lance, you have a bad the, take about the, this draft. The, 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 oh, I don't know, but that, that's Trey true. Trey Lance? Well, what about him? You said well, Trey Lance was better than Joe Montana. The, no. For Brew, it would be either his beloved Nets or the beloved Clippers. That's I know true. injuries all the time. How did my bad take have to work? Because I'm making a point. We're now off the hook forever. A guy who will never start again, Kevin Wilds, called the baby goat, baby. made made sure. bang noises for sure. years, a baby? said it was said it was a dynasty gap year, yeah. and yeah. built his entire brand about Do you know anything about great. child prodigies? What? The, a little like a three year old can play the piano. You're like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. They don't necessarily grow up to be bottom day Mozart. A lot of times they're just insurance salesmen that are good at piano. <laughs> okay. Just so happens to be. <laughs> Are they ba- ever banned from playing the piano again? Because that's what's about to if you're going to finish the analogy. I don't know. I'd like to see Malik Cunningham in there, too. Yeah, I was. Sorry, Mike Jones. Coming up in eight short minutes, well, it's the most motivational and inspirational with the occasional dash of an indictment uh, segment in all of sports. It's the butt list. My third favorite moment of the week. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers back at practice. This is from yesterday. It's been 80 days since he tore his Achilles today. Here's current Jets starting quarterback Tim Boyle on Aaron. Take a listen. It's always nice having Aaron back. The quarterbacks are joking around. He hasn't skipped a beat. It's like he never left. You know, it's obviously you could tell his presence was missed, but, you know, coming back today, he's the same joking, happy individual who's, uh, who brings a lot of energy and uh, wisdom to this offense and this team. So we're grateful to have him back for sure. I'll be honest with you. That soundbite almost sold me. <laughs> Can Rodgers prove anything by playing this year, Greg? Uh, no. No, other than, well, I guess he can. He can prove that I'm right. Oh, that's interesting. My method, all the things that I've tried to tell you guys I was doing, it worked. And I'm back. The quickest return after an Achilles injury ever. However, I, I don't even want to focus on that. For me, I, I think when I look back on this and I understand he, he's one of those guys that he's all about the attention and all the things, I do believe that he's been pushing himself this hard to stay mentally engaged. What I mean by that and where I'm going with this is when you are this old, he's going to be 40 on Saturday. Right. When you are up there in age and you understand you're on the back end of your career, you have a career potential ending injury Mm -hmm. that will cause you to be away from the team and rehab if he were to be in LA if he were to be anywhere in California rehabbing those thoughts of man can I still do this should I still do this I wonder how how it's gonna look when I get back they start to creep in your head but the fact that he's been consistently challenging himself to meet these markers and get back to practice, and then I'm going to play. It's mentally setting himself up to continue playing and stay in that mindset of, I can do this, I will do this. The only way you can do that is to be around the team and ensure to yourself that you are at least measuring up to the guys around Mm -hmm. you in that locker room. Like, And I, I get it, there's a lot of... There's a lot of selfishness in it that we can look at and identify. Nobody just want to let go of the rope. But if you, there has to be a version of that, just no, a small glimmer of that to mentally challenge himself. That, nah, sense. look, I, that makes all the sense in the world. I don't think he'll play this year. I, I think all of us obviously feel that way. But if he were to come back, his legacy is great. All right, he doesn't need this. But if he came back, Four months after an Achilles injury, that would be like one of the things, as great as Adrian Peterson was, one of the things we all remember, he came back after eight months, eight months after a torn ACL. Yeah, and was better than ever. And was great. Like, ever. like yeah. we remember for all the 2,000-yard rushes, we still we, – one of the first things you're going to think of is he came back eight months after ACL surgery. And I think if Aaron Rodgers did come back, 
Now, you're right, it's selfish, but let's just keep it real. A lot of guys have selfish motivations. If Aaron Rodgers came back and yeah. played, it would be like – that would be something we'd always remember. Yeah, Man, he came back four months yeah, after ACL. So, here's the thing. This is – you guys have taken this in a very different direction than I'm going to. Because uh, I've tried to talk about this a lot of different ways. I've tried to be – Cheeky and sarcastic. Yeah. Tried to be oh, funny. Oh, were you I, being yeah, cheeky yeah. and sarcastic? Oh, um, I thought you were serious. <laughs> so I don't think it's selfish motivations. I think it's nefarious motivations. I think Aaron Rodgers has a pretty well-established, I don't think vendetta is too strong of a word, against what we consider modern medicine. And I think Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> does not believe he's playing. I think Aaron Rodgers knows he's not playing. And I think Aaron Rodgers knows the Jets are going to be mathematically eliminated, and that will be the reason I'm not playing. But I am going to be able to say I could have, and it will be another you know, cudgel that I will be able to use against the established medical science. And you might say, Nick, that's unfair. Why do you think that? Because three weeks ago, he was yelling, debate me, bro, to Anthony Fauci. So I think he does have <laughs> some real, you know, uh, uh, axe to grind about the way we all consider uh, the modern medicine to work. And I think, uh, I believe, I want to be very clear here, and maybe I will look like a fool, and maybe people will say I'm unfair, but I owe the audience honesty. I think this entire thing has been a charade. I think there is not a moment that he's like, I'm suiting up for the Jets again this year. Not a moment. And he knows it. I think the Jets know it. And I think everyone is playing along because, as the Athletic article said the other day, he's the most powerful player in the league. Gets to pick his coach, his coordinator, his teammates, his backups, all these things. Mm. And I think that he wants to be able to say, well, I could have. Guys, I could have. And by the way, if I'm wrong, I'm excited to be wrong because I would imagine Aaron will share this miraculous Achilles recovery with everyone moving forward. Yeah. And it won't be a season-ending injury for anybody. Maybe Kurt can use it. Whomever else can use it. A lot of people can use it. I I'm all in favor of it. Unfortunately, I think the whole thing's a fraud. Okay. Wow, that was a good segment there. I mean, coming up next, the meat left. in that segment. Yeah, that was excellent. Let, we need some inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> we need some inspiration. <laughs> so it's time for the most motivational all sports, the Budlet. It's also time we take a break and read some viewer mail, and I got a letter right here. Thanks, Ronald. Dear Wilds, happy holidays. Love the show. Why? Thank you. How was the show's holiday bowling outing? And was Brew able to make it, or was he hosting The Odd Couple, 7 to 10 Eastern on Fox Sports Radio? Sincerely, Ryan and Brian. Well, thanks for writing, Ryan and Brian. Uh, I thought bowling was great. I lost $50. We actually have a video. That's Nick gloating. I'm and so Greg, who bowled maybe a 101, uh, also came over to gloat because my team lost by five, but I did excellent. Brew... I thought was you were not able to join us. You did have your own private bowling alley. <laughs> I saw that guy in the book. I knew you, you were there. You did put yeah, up a one. You know what? That kills Craig every time. You know what? What? Ha, ha, ha. Jokes on me. But I turned it around. Because the joke is on you guys. Why? Why? All right, let me give Dusty some props, as we what? call him what around is, here. D-Block. D-Block went out doing? there, what? and with all you superstars there, mm -hmm. he won the night. We know. He so had the what? greatest individual performance of the night. What are we and Dusty, as much as I want to give you credit, I'm about fairness. My brand is tough are we doing and fair. <laughs> so I got to call him out, though, because while you won, it was against <laughs> a bunch of tomatoes. All right? Yeah, yeah, you won, Dusty, but you beat a bunch of tomato cans, all right? All right now who's got the last laugh? That's right, baby. Brew! All right, let's get to the butt list. My goodness. It's not a competition to make people oh, laugh. All right. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously, number three. Now, Justin, I know you have a lot to overcome with Brandon Staley as your head coach. This might be the last year of that. Uh, but your four, set, four and seven record, you have to take some of the blame for that. You really do because you're the guy that got the five-year, $262 million contract. And do y'all know this? You, you know it, but you haven't thought about it. Yeah. Five of the Chargers' seven losses – 
have been by three or fewer points. Oh, yeah. That means, Justin, you're not getting it done down the stretch, my man. We know you lead the league in fourth quarter interceptions since you entered a few years ago. But check this out. Against Miami, you lose by two. You've got a chance. This is all in the last two and a half minutes of the game. You've got a chance to go ahead and you go five, uh, five plays minus one yard. All right? Tennessee, you lose by three. Chance to tie it or go ahead. Three and out. Uh, Dallas, down by three. Chance to tie it or go ahead. You're throwing interceptions. Green Bay just last week, you're down by three. Chance to tie or go ahead. And you go two for five for 10 yards. Actually had a fumble, but you recovered it. So, Justin, I don't think you guys making the playoffs. I didn't think so before the season. But you have got to play great. Starting with New England this weekend, the rest of the way to show us that you're made of the right stuff. Justin, I believe in you. At number two, Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. As we talked about spiritedly earlier, you are finally in the MVP conversation. Dak, don't blow it, okay? You are there and you have a chance to really, like, you control your own destiny. Mm -hmm. Because everybody, the reason you might not be number one or number two at this point is because people rightly are saying you haven't beaten anybody. Just a bunch of tomato cans. All right, well, now you got five games starting tonight against Seattle, which has tomato can tendencies, but not a tomato can. You got five straight games against really good teams. Go out there and get it done, my man. Dak, honestly. I believe in you. Wow. All right, at number one, Russell Wilson. Hmm. All right, Russ, you're back. All right, you're back. You are leading the league in TD to interception ratio, 20 and four. All right, you in the top five in passer rating. You are, and most importantly, your team's won five straight games. All right, but here's the deal. You ain't cooking. You're not cooking, but that's good. That's fine. All right. Your brand is not cooking, Russ. Your brand is winning. Okay, that's your brand. So just be satisfied with that. Don't worry about cooking like you did a few years ago when you forced your way out of Seattle. So when you guys play Houston, it's a huge game this weekend. Don't get caught. When you see C.J. Stroud uh, cooking, Mm -hmm. throwing the ball, slinging it all over the yard, don't get caught up in the competition. Don't say, oh, this is the next guy. I got to outdo him. Just play your game, stay smart, stay efficient, and do what you do. And that is when you control your own destiny. You can get this team into the playoffs. Russ, I believe in you. And let's ride. Oh, we're back. Excellent budless as always. Rough start, but excellent. (laughs) I am adding Jared Goff to the bud list because he is sending – the fans of the Detroit Lions golf the deep end. Oh, no. Like, no. he no. said it best himself. Take a listen. Gave you that. Who made you say that? <laughs> Didn't play our best game in front of a national audience. And, um, you know, you know people, people tend to think you suck now. And, you know, it's like, all right, uh, you know, get back on the horse and, and see what we can do. Uh-oh. Yeah, Jared, as, as a Lions fan standing right now, yeah, you're right. We do think you suck. Because we have history, trauma that is built up over the last 30 years of you guys sucking. And you reminded us of everything that we thought we were overcoming this year. As a Lions fan, this is what we're thinking, exactly what you said. Like, you got off to a great start. You're not throwing turnovers and you're not doing all. And then these last two games, Thanksgiving comes. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. A day where we were going to be grateful and thankful for the win that you were going to deliver against the Green Bay Packers. But you know what happened? You blew it. You blew it. We couldn't even have a great meal on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving because my Lions, the Lions that I grew up cheering for with Barry Sanders running through all the defenses in all of the NFL, you, 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 you brought the trauma back. And I need you to stop doing it because I believe in you. I'm just scared as a Lions fan that everything that we once were is starting to creep up and find its way back into the forefront of who you are right now today. You You see the numbers. First first few weeks, first 10 weeks, five turnovers the last two weeks, six. Can he play with expectations? He and the Lions. That's that's 
what the challenge is for them. Yes, that's I a good, am that's a good. adding someone I obviously and fervently believe into the bud list. Trevor Lawrence. Quite the journey oh, wow. for the Prince on this show. Let wow. me take you through it. I'm a few years ago, one of the hosts said, well, just say, you don't need to touch me, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> you touch me I all day. I would never <laughs> touch you while you're on the air. It's literally unprofessional. Um, the, so quite the journey on this show. If you're a new viewer, a few years ago, one of the hosts on the show would fervently and adamantly <clears throat> argue he was worse than Mac Jones. Oh, while Brew would say, I like Trevor. <laughs> I like him a lot. And then he would somehow turn into the team's weak link when they're actually finally a really good team. And then when he has back-to-back unimpeachably excellent games, the critique from that side of the table is, oh, if he's that good, why isn't he in the MVP conversation? Went from weak link to if he's not the MVP, what's the problem? I'm very confused, Trevor, and I'm sure you are as well. I'm sure you're confused as to why you are the only quarterback ever to lead a four-score playoff comeback, and that is used as an indictment on you. I mean, well, how did they get the – why were they down to begin with? But luckily, Trevors, you sit at 8-3 and three, as you are potentially staring at probably not a bye, but a top two seed in the AFC. You have something you don't usually get in Jacksonville. Standalone, national television game. Monday night against Cincinnati. And now while Cincinnati's offense is broken because there is no Joe Burrow, that Lou Anarumo defense and what we have talked about his ability to do against the best quarterbacks in football, be it Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or anyone else. And I have a sneaky suspicion a lot of, not people at this table, but people on other shows maybe haven't been grinding the Jaguars all 22 as as closely as I have. And they're going to have a very close eye on Trevor Lawrence this weekend, this Monday night, and I think they're going to be quite impressed with what they see. Oh, I, I Trevor, thought you were about to say what? he's going to jump into the MVP race. Well, that's uh, for another day. Let's just wait. we got a lot of he's season to go. Way. A lot of season he's to go. Trevor, I believe in the MVP race. All right, that's good. That's Can I good. throw Sean McDermott on there? Here's the thing, oh, Sean. That's a good one. Started off the year with Stefan missing practice. He might end the year with everybody missing the playoffs. Nick Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Wright said after the loss to the Eagles, the Bills were had 0% chance 0%. of making the playoffs. I was like, wow, hot take guy. It's good for the show, but too hot. <laughs> so I went on to the old gray lady, the New York Times. They have a little trouble predicting maybe the presidential race, but they're pretty good at predicting the playoffs. And I looked down and said, ooh, 14%. So I think you're right. You're going to miss the playoffs. And all of a sudden, your job's in jeopardy. And you know the other hobby horse going around, radio, people like to kick it around in the blogosphere, if that still exists. Where's Bill Belichick going to go? Is he going to the Commanders? No. Is he going to the Chargers? No. Is he going to go to the Panthers? That makes zero sense. And then it's like, what if he went to Buffalo? What if he went to Buffalo, where he has Josh Allen, he can turn around the defense, he gets to stay in the Northeast, yeah. he knows he can beat the Jets twice, he knows he can probably beat the Patriots twice, so you've already got four wins there in your back pocket. You play the NFC West, I think I could probably beat the Cardinals, that's five and all already. All of a sudden, Sean McDermott, I don't think you're going to get fired, your contract's at 2027, but if Bill Belichick is all of a sudden available... Wow, that's that little Drew Bledsonian Bledsoe- wow. move to Buffalo. Like Isn't that a little dark? He's, he's talking about a guy getting fired. Yeah, it's it, not it really was, belief. Well, you want to bench Mac Jones? Things happen. <laughs> 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 I like him in Buffalo, though. I got to be honest. Oh, what I like it would be interesting. Buffalo. It was that that was bowling pin. Yeah, right show here. this. Oh, I didn't hear it. Zero in on these. This trio right That's here. That's exactly how the scoring went, too. I was number one. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys up next. Yeah, that guy was amazing last night. Welcome back to a very hot show. Seahawks at Cowboys tonight. Vegas, big fans of the show, not yeah. only for the cogent analysis, but Nick owes them a lot of money. So oh, I pay my debt, sir. But they're rooting I for the success no of the show. I've sent them a lot of money. The line has moved from 8.5 to 9.5 during the program. Uh, We're going to be staked to these predictions for tomorrow's show. Nick, we'll start with you. Yep. These takes need to be proclaimed and with base, the Broussard special. Mm -hmm. Who you got? I have the Cowboys in a high-scoring affair. Now, that's rare for a Thursday night game, but as I mentioned earlier, not your typical Thursday night game because both teams are on full rest. So, usually Thursday night game is a little sloppier because Mm -hmm. you just played Sunday. Both these teams played last Thanksgiving. I I think the Cowboys – 
where Brew's tomato can bit is legitimate, the most legitimate, I should say, is the is they have faced some really terrible quarterbacks. And G- listen, I know I'm higher on Geno than you, Brew, but nobody at this table is going to say Geno's terrible. No. That, that, and so, and I, I think Geno's a good quarterback who last year had a great season. This year, I think he's a good quarterback who's having a mediocre season. I think Geno is going to be able to move the ball in this Cowboys defense. And I think they mm. are going to, I think the Cowboys are going to win based on the power of their passing game. That's why I think this is when Dak Prescott is going to even more firmly enter the MVP conversation. Yeah. So this feels to me like a 31-24 type of game. Maybe not cover the spread, but the Cowboys offense performs at a very high level. So I'll say 31-24 is where I'm at. I've got the Cowboys 34-16. Wow. 34-16. 34-16. Wow. Man, they're rolling. And look, I think Seattle will hang around in the first half. Nick thinks I'm playing around. I'm going to buy this I know. Just go ahead. No. I think that Seattle will hang around the first half. I think the Cowboys pull away in the third quarter. I think Dak plays well. Look, Geno is a a decent quarterback. See how hard it was for him to say? No, he's 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 Trevor Lawrence numbers type this year. I mean, that's just a fact. Uh All right, decent quarterback, but – I don't think he – I just don't think he can have a shootout with that. So, I, I got 34-16. Greg? He hadn't been that good. Uh, 31-17, I got the Cowboys. Okay. So, we all have Cowboys. the Cowboys scoring 30-plus. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think they covered the spread, obviously. When I look at the Dallas Cowboys and who they are and Dak Prescott playing at home, it, he, he doesn't <laughs> miss. Well, they haven't I mean, trailed at home. Like I, I don't care what the, the this doesn't lie. That's impressive. And if there is anything that I'm going to do, I'm going to listen. And one thing, my friend Nick Wright to my left Thanks, has son. told me this week, specifically about the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, is it's th- through 12 games, guys. The Dallas Cowboys have played 11 games, guys. We know who they are. So at home, that's, that's who they yeah. are. I mean, tomato yeah. fans. Yeah, the well, tomato cans. Yeah. The wall, no, I don't care if they're tomato cans or not. So the, they're getting it done. The, but, but At least they're eating tomatoes yeah, gosh, instead of being and, and a tomato. And I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I, you put I me in a bad spot here. So, so well, I'm not someone's got to make you the show Seattle, I interesting. I don't want to put you in a bad spot. but I, I'll I, do you, it. You wanted to go there earlier. Here's the thing. I will. I, I'll okay. caveat. No, you go ahead because then I have to. There's something else that happened here that needs to be addressed. Okay, then I have a question for Greg. So I am going to take – I also have – 31-24, same exact score as you. Jesus. But, Seattle? but, no, Cowboys, 31-24. <laughs> we're, in the, we're aligned, so you can't yell at me tomorrow. But I reserve the right because Dak has not been sacked once in the last three games. Weeks three through nine, when he was three and three, he got sacked 21 times, lost half the games. If he gets sacked in the first quarter, I'm changing my opinion <laughs> to have it be 24 uh- 21 Seahawks. So I get two picks. Okay, that's fine. And here's the question I had for Greg. I'll go with that. I'll give you that. Is there a point that Geno – this is the question. Restart. When is Deron Bland going to get the Darrell Rivas treatment? Where he's had so many pick sixes that, you know what? Not throwing the ball over there. Whoever whoever is trying to match up on Deron Bland – not going to throw it. We're going to throw this half of the field. You're on your own. I'm not even going to tempt this guy. to, Or is that just not going to happen? It's not going to happen. And, and, and it probably should, but for a guy like Deron Bland, he's going to get tested over and over and over again because a guy that we, we don't really know who he is. He I mean, had a great season last do. year. You're starting to know who he is this year Going because he's breaking records, right? But you still got to see for yourself. Like, eh, I don't know. Let's see. I mean, we used so, to feel that, that way about so Jordy awesome. Nelson. Like, don't man up Jordy Nelson side. and think think that you're going to win. You're not going to win. He's going to beat you. He's doing Greg, it every single what, year. What Greg is saying is there. he's not full-on saying it, but there's a few Brock Purdy similarities to Deron Bland. Like, I know the numbers are great, but all right, but is it real? That's what Greg's saying. <laughs> now, like, is, is it real? No, I actually, Can I believe in it? I actually is think it's he, real. It, it, well, he, uh, he's going to be first the, team. I think no, I, I actually I agree. The, but, right, Wilds, I can't believe you didn't see what – man, what? I got to give credit what to happened? Chris Broussard, who in addition to being the linchpin of this show uh-huh. is also just – his his television savviness over the last year has just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. He in both of the biggest games this year or this week has made a pick that no matter what he gets to brag that 34-16. Yes, and guess what, Wilds? So this. if the Cowboys blow him out, 
He gets he's to right. puff his chest out. And if the Cowboys <laughs> lose, you think he's going to come on and be like, oh, man, I was wrong. No. He's going to have F games hanging from the ceiling. Right. He's going to be peacocking all he around here. He, only, he, he also just wants a close game, remember? Yeah. Earlier in his show, he was like, well, I think a close game would be good <sighs> so for him. Be, he's covered all his bases. Yeah. He's just fully ensconced yeah. well, in edgeness. Nick, yeah. I used to say this quite a bit on the show. I think before I was even a regular host, but – I was doing this when you were in underoos, all right? When you were in your Spider-Man underoos, going to bed at night, watching me. I was doing this. Were were you in your cowboy hat and plaid shirt? He did used to say that. Were you in the same cowboy hat and plaid shirt? He used to talk about a race And my body was the real one, like on the tough, the tough Play-Doh Oh, we're doing a Friday morning headline. Friday morning headlines, next. Not that cowboy stuff. Uh, tomorrow, upset alert. Let's get back to the serious. There, me and Broussard. <laughs> then, of course, Nick's picks, which is hot. legit hot. Hot show, hot segment. Ever since the button. Oh, medals time. Ha! Rockets in Denver. Bang. 22-7-4 for the librarian. Rockets <laughs> lost, but it was a good showing. Bronze medal. First time on the medal stand in a very long time for Kawhi Leonard. 34-9 on 14 of 18 from the field. Great performance by Kawhi in a victory over the Kings. Silver medal, Zion, 33 points on 12 field goal attempts. What? 11 of 12 from the field for Zion, 33-8-6 as he gets his first medal of the year. Gold medal, the Joker, 32-10-15. And in a sign of where he is right now in the NBA kind of ecosystem, 32-10-15, yeah, it's about right. Yeah. Like not, not in the least bit surprising, no. even though it was against the librarian. There's the medal stand from last <laughs> night in the Association. Denver looks unstoppable. That was my takeaway, bro. They look good. They look really Clippers good. Clippers looked all right last night, though. Oh, okay. I mean, Brew, Sack was on the back to back, so I'm tipping it. Pacino and Godfather. They just lost to Denver to DeAndre Jordan. Early reprieve. On our strict ban on puns, so Brew can flex the muscles he honed and toned while spilling ink for the Grey Lady, among other prestigious publications. Prestigious publications. Brew, what is your Friday morning headline? Buckle up. Well, look, I've told you my prediction is Dallas Mm 34-16. I told Dak, don't blow it. All right, in the buzzers. I believe in you. I'm trying to inspire you. So here we go. Off a playoff last week, G. No more tomato cans. Gino. 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 Cowboys start stretch against real teams with the win. It's, they're all real not, teams, bro. Not well, bad. I'm gonna say not Dustin. Gino. I'm gonna say I not. got a little. I got some help from my man, the, the bowling champion, well, D Block. Gino. Dusty. Gino. Gino. More tomato cans. It's not bad. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, Dak Prescott's gonna have the third highest MVP odds. It's going to go. He's going to jump Lamar. Yes, it's going to go. Hurts, Mahomes, Dak by tomorrow morning, and in 12 days he's going to be the favorite. Wow.